Hello and welcome. You are listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. We really hope that you enjoy and benefit from this episode. Hello folks, this is Simon Hazeldean, Graham Jones and Phil Jessen with another episode from the Sales Chat Show, saleschatshow.com, driving your sales forward. And in this episode, we're asking you the question, are you keeping up with the changes in your customers' behaviour? And Graham is in the hot seat for this one. Graham, what are the changes? Well, there are three important changes that have happened in the world of buying and selling um, in the last few years. And the number one change, and this is sometimes difficult for uh, chief executives that I meet to grasp, because it doesn't matter what your business is selling, people decide whether or not to buy as a result of what they see on the internet. So the internet is the number one place where people make that buying decision. So it doesn't matter what you sell, the internet is central to everybody's buying at the moment. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that most people's experience of the internet, what most people think the internet is, is actually only about 10 different websites. There are 1.2 billion websites in the world, including most businesses. But actually, most internet users' experience of the internet is with only about 10 websites. So they think that's the internet. They think that's how the internet works. But most websites don't work the way those top 10 websites work. And these are the biggies like yeah, Amazon, Google, and Google, Amazon, and yeah. all those kind of top websites. And actually, in terms of buying things online, most of those are consumer websites. So actually, if you're in the business-to-business world, and actually... I don't think there is any difference between business to business and business to consumer anymore. They're all one and the same thing now because most people's experience of using the internet to buy is with consumer websites. So if your website doesn't work like those top 10 websites, if it doesn't work in a consumer way, then you are dramatically reducing your chances of sales because the person's brain is already in that consumer-led, instant decision-making, very quick, I've got to get it now kind of way of buying things. So just to go back to one of the points you made earlier, um, let's say my business doesn't sell on the internet. We might have a No, no, website. your business does sell on the internet. Okay, tell yep. me, but let's say I don't, I don't, in my model of the world, I don't transact on the internet. I'm a Ah, you're confusing, you're confusing transactions with selling. Uh-huh. Tell me more. Those are two different things, aren't they? Yeah. So people are selling stuff because they are already sending out signals to people as to whether they're a nice company to do business with. They're sending out signals as to whether or not they're the expertise. They have expertise in the kind of area you want to buy. They're selling out signals of whether or not they should be trusted. Who else has bought from them? Who else has bought from them? What kind of experiences other people have? The reviews? All of that kind of stuff. And you might be in the, this business-to-business world, but people are making their decision to buy from you based upon this new behaviour, which is instant, which is, I want, the, I want the information now, I don't want to wait for it, I don't want to have to lead up to it, I don't want to have to book meetings, I need the information now. So, and we've got very short attention span, 
We want the information now. We want to be able to deal with it quickly. We want to be able to buy it now. So one study of business-to-business buyers found that 75% of people in that study said they would buy from more business-to-business sites if those business-to-business sites looked and worked like Amazon. 75% of people. Why? Because most people most people who buy in a business-to-business scenario have bought from Amazon. That's how they think the internet works. So let me just get my head around this if I was an account manager listening to this. How, how, is, the, how is my sales process changing then in light of these new customer behaviour developments? The sales process has got to be speedy. Everybody's way of thinking these days is speeding up. So in, in, if you think about the olden days, do you remember the olden days? Are well, you, Simon you older, does. Simon does, okay. Um, <laughs> Simon remembers the olden days. We'll tell him about the olden days. So in the olden days... My memory is fading now. <laughs> in the olden days, what we used to do in sales was you would have lots of phone conversations or maybe one or two phone conversations with this this prospect and what would a good salesperson be doing in that scenario they would be asking them questions and all the time you as the salesperson the account manager whoever it is is thinking what are their needs well I'm trying to find out what they what they want and in the back of your mind, you're thinking, what can we match to what they Qualifying want? the customer Qualifying what, the customer. what Simon used to call it. Right. And once you've qualified the customer, what you then do is you go and visit them yeah. frequently. And what would you take with you? You would take case histories, leaflets, sample products of the things that they've already exhibited an interest in. You would leave behind all the other stuff. Mm. You wouldn't take with them case histories of things that are not relevant to the needs that you've qualified in that first place. And so you have now shaped everything that you take to that person, the discussion you have. So you've had a 10 minute conversation on the phone, you spent a bit of time preparing stuff, you go and you sit with the customer for 20 minutes, half an hour, focusing on what they want. All of this has taken an hour with one customer. Now, what do they want? They want you, their, their experience of everything is I can find out all that information in a second not an hour, everybody's expectation of how quickly we can get this information is dramatically reduced. Because there's a piece of research I saw recently that in, in business-to-business sales, buyers are 57% of the way through the buying yep. process before a salesperson inter- interacts with them. And that would, you know, and I, when I'm working with salespeople, I'm trying to get them to understand their customer's buying process. I normally get someone to, you know, has anybody bought anything recently? You know, a little bit more than just a day-to-day purchase, a car or something, whatever it is. And always now, almost without exception, they do research online, have a look at it, and and that's exactly what the customer. So if I'm an account manager listening to this, that's that's given me two questions maybe that I may not have had some years ago. Question number one saying to the customer or the prospect, how much do you know about my company? And maybe question number two is, where are you up to in your buying process? Where are you up to in the quest for a solution? Because you're suggesting the customer might be 25, 30% already down that route, which I'm not traditionally used to, am I? So the the way ahead, the, the car sector is an interesting sector, actually, because up until about two, three years ago, when you were buying a car, a new car, 
the average number of dealers you visited before you actually made a purchase was eight different dealers. And if you go into any town or city, you'll find that there is like a you know a car sector of yes. the town, yes. and you've got all the dealers in a row around an out of a town area. And the reason that was attractive to them is because you know they walk into Ford, and then they walk down the road to Nissan, and they walk down the road to Volkswagen, and they walk down the road to Peugeot, and they visited all these people. Now, the average numbers of dealers that people visit is 1.2 because they've already made their mind up which car to buy before yeah. they go to the dealer. And they've done all of that online. And so they've made their mind, when they walk in to see that salesperson, they've already made their mind up that this is the car they're going to buy. And why is it 1.2 and not 1? When you ask people why, the reason that the, there's an extra 0.2 is because they didn't like the business they walked into, they didn't feel comfortable with the company, they weren't treated right, the customer service was bad, they were ignored when they walked in, and so you know they've decided to buy a Ford whatever, they go to Ford in one town, they're treated badly, and they go to Ford in the next town where they're treated well and they buy from there. And so actually, when when you know 57%, I think it's probably low now. Yeah. I yeah. think it's probably, you know, more. people are well on the way to having made a decision to buy from you before they ever contact you. And there was another piece of something 80, if I remember, if I remember, 87% of senior executives use social media as part of their decision making process, which are kind of was a was an incredibly high, incredibly yeah. high figure when I looked at it. I thought, wow, because that the age demographic of senior executives is is usually you know towards the the more the more senior end, isn't it? So yeah. The interesting thing about those senior executives is that they are all using social media a great deal, but they're not interacting. So what's happening is they're doing it for research, they're doing it for promotion, but they're not interacting with people, which means they're not building relationships. And if they're not building relationships, that's the bit that makes the sale difficult because yeah. you haven't got a so. They need to realise that actually these people who are showing interest in their social media have already decided they might want to do business with them and the way you're more likely to get the sale is to create a relationship with them. So what are the clear actions for people listening listening into this episode? So so Phil, you're suggesting those those two questions. Yeah, if I'm an account manager, yep. how much does the prospect know about yep. me because he or she has probably researched that and a key one uh, which I mentioned was saying to the prospect, where are you up to in <coughs> your quest for a solution on this particular need. Okay, okay, perfect. And and what else, Graham, from your side? I think the most important thing for chief executives to think of, for example, is what their website should be about. And should they have two kinds of websites? So that there's the website for the person doing research, and that's not the website for the person who's already made their mind up, they've done their research. Where do they go next for the instant ability to buy something? I know of an example of a local authority who bought a bridge that cost £16 million from a um, civil engineering company, and they bought that bridge with a click here, buy now button. Wow, so that is quite scary. That is quite a scary thought, isn't it? So, so that's from a strategic point of view, that's where businesses need to be thinking of because if you think about it, the people who are used to those olden days are disappearing from business. Yeah. The people who are the, the everyday buyers in business now, those people who are you know in their late 20s, early 30s, have grown up with the internet. In the next five to ten years, these people won't know of any other way. They will have never done sales meetings. They will have never done qualifying prospects. They just go on the internet, research it, and press a button. Yeah. 
that's where your business has got to go. And if the buyers are increasingly self-discovering information, I guess the question is, what have you got on your companies or organisations, website, folks who are listening in, that they can discover? And as Graham said, understand you, start to trust you, feel feel that you might be the kind of person they want to do business with. You know, the well, on, on your comment about trust, I guess that's where testimonials and case yep, studies quite it? yeah the really important. proof of somebody who's already gone yeah, down that yeah, route yeah and there's one other thing the brand loyalty doesn't exist anymore but thinking that people are going to continue to do business with you because they like your brand or your company is irrelevant because the only reason we ever had brand loyalty in the olden days was because it was really difficult to switch brands because you had to, how did you find out who the brands were? Now I can find out a competing brand to your business in yeah. two clicks. It doesn't take me more than 10 seconds. And so brand loyalty is eroding rapidly. So people are not doing business with you because they like your company or they like your brand. People switch brand constantly now. And they're switching brand because they can get what they want quickly from the alternative supplier so speed speed an important factor there there's been there's been mentioned uh, mentioned a few times and maybe folks listening in have a think about the last significant purchase you made personally and if you're in business and you're in your business have a think about the process you went through and then start to think about what process your customers are going through and make sure you understand it and make sure your sales teams are being the most effective that they can be in the light of these changes in, in, in the customer's, customer's behaviour. I'm going to say one more thing because yeah. I don't want people to think it's everything is about the internet. Um, it is, of course, but not. there are some things that are really important. So, for example, this speed of of the way we're living and the way the internet is driving that speed, how quickly do you get stuff from Amazon? You can order up until 8 o'clock at night and get it first thing tomorrow morning. If you buy from Next, you can order up to midnight and get it the next morning. From Amazon, you get same-day deliveries. From Argos, you get deliveries within an hour to almost anywhere in the UK for 9,000 product lines. So our experience from these top consumer sites is that we buy something, we can get it within the hour, we can get it same day. If your logistics system means that somebody orders something from your business and they can't get it for a week, you're not matching their expectations. It's also deeper than that, isn't it? Because once up and running, if there's a service issue, the expectation will be that it's dealt with within the hour. Absolutely. Yeah, so people expect emails to reply. to. So it's not just necessarily, you know, can I take the order quickly, it's can you service that order quickly. That's So that's fundamental about how your whole business processes, the structure of your business, and there are many businesses that are not prepared for this change. They're going to disappear. Because another piece of research um, from Vodafone was, I think they ran the survey for several years, asking businesses how, how soon would you phone another company if you'd left a message? I think, if I remember correctly, the case was a printing supplier. How long would you wait before phoning and abandoning that and phoning someone else so you've left your message? And when they started, it was you know, 24, 48 hours. The last time I saw the data, it was into single hours. Yeah. And the younger the respondent, the less time they were yeah. prepared to wait. So speed is the new need, yeah. I've heard it, heard it expressed as. So the world, the world is getting faster, the customer's making those decisions, 
business faster. So we need to be moving faster as businesses and organisations. So fantastic. Thank you very much, Graham and Phil. So Simon Hazeldean, Phil Jesson, Graham Jones for the sales chat show. Saleschatshow.com, driving your sales forward. We would just like to wish you all good luck and good selling. have been listening to an episode of the sales chat show to stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success please visit saleschatshow.com thank you very much for listening to this episode and from everyone here at the sales chat show we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling (laughs) 